Hello, and welcome to episode four of Melon Buffet. My name is Charlie. And I'm Tara. And we are just going to talk shit about Taskmaster for the next 40 minutes or so. Welcome. So, Tara, what have you been up to? Uh, I have had a very, very busy week because the teen, as I said, we had prom Thursday and yesterday was graduation and all that nonsense. And now all the children are sitting out in my front yard because they evidently can't leave each other. I call them children. I mean, they're all 18. They're grown ass adults at this point, but they're still babies to me. So, um, so yeah, they're all sitting on my front porch. I'm staring at them through the window as I record this. So it's been an emotional few days for this mom. So do you not like have a massive graduation party or anything like that? Or is that just like prom and then? Yeah, we're going to have a party here in two weeks because like there's so many kids, they're all going to different parties. So we decided to wait a little bit and we're having a party here for Marin and three of her friends because we have mm-hmm. like a big courtyard in front of our house. So we've got a tent, they're putting up like a marquee tent and tables and the whole deal. And that's when you have your Taskmaster games, right? No, that's that's another party. We There's a, oh, always okay. an excuse to have a party at this place. We're going to have the Taskmaster <laughs> party, I think, at the end of July this year. One party at a time. There's always something going on around here. <laughs> what about you? What do you got going on? Um, What have I got going on? Let me think. Um, I'm starting to panic now because I've got that competition gig uh, doing stand-up in London next week. That's uh, right. Yeah, and I'm not prepared. <laughs> Um, I have two actually I have one in Edinburgh the night before and then I have one in London on the the following night so uh, I've got lots of notes of things and half formed ideas for jokes that I need to sort out Um, but I've actually I've booked my travel and accommodation so that's something that's progress that's progress (laughs) that's about it Um, yeah and she'll probably yell at me but I'll post a link to the gig down in the show notes if anybody of our tens of listeners are in yeah. the London area, they can go check her out. Yeah, you can come if you like and see me cry on stage. Um, <laughs> no, it should be good. It's at Backyard Comedy Club in Bethnal Green, so that's like a, a really cool club. So, you know, it's not about the competition, for it. it's just it's going to be fun to do stand-up. And there it holds like 200 people, so it's a little bit frightening. But, um, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Awesome. Um, other than that, I've just got a really busy week at work and it's raining here. It's been raining since forever, I think. Uh, on and off. It's warm though and it's raining, which is just the worst. Well, yeah, our weather's been up and down and we had, um, we had some really beautiful weather and all of a sudden we had awful thunderstorms. The other night my house shook so hard and it turns out the school next door got struck by lightning. Whoa. And so the kids had no school the next day because there was no power in the building. And then, uh, they were all getting ready for prom and wanting to take prom pictures. And we wound up going to the local mall to take pictures <laughs> because there was nowhere else to go because we had like <laughs> 10 kids. So we got pictures in front of like the shoe store. A couple of the kids <laughs> went to Chick-fil-A chicken restaurant, took their pictures there. It was hilarious. And they had such a good time. They're yeah, like, we don't give a fuck. A there's, so there's a bunch of kids in formal wear, tuxedos and gowns, you know, <laughs> hanging out in front of Payless shoes. So... <laughs> Oh well, at yeah. least you got pictures. Like, yeah, you know, that's a common occurrence up here. Like my mum's wedding, um, she like was all made up because she got it on this. She was having the reception and stuff in this hotel that was on the river, uh, and of course it rained. So like everyone was outside, and I was like, "You can't take your pictures outside." No, she had to have them all inside, which was good. But I'm evil, so I thought it was quite funny. 
and some of the kids went to the local art museum and some of the kids, you know, wanted to do them in their houses. We're like, nah, fuck it. Let's go to the mall. So, yeah, yeah it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Novel idea. So, um, all right, let's 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 get on with our purpose here. Yeah. Okay. So, episode four, The Barrel Dad. Yeah. I'm just going to say something that I have to get it out at the start. Um, whoever write th- writes those intros for the Taskmaster... <laughs> Uh, they know exactly what they're doing. Oh my god, yeah. Because I think my my reaction to that intro was very similar <laughs> to Alex's. Um, I made some I think sort there of noise. A lot of people doing that noise. <laughs> no, they've got to realize that we're watching this with people that we're supposed to be in, you know, like partners and things like that. It's kind of awkward. It's like watching it with your mum and dad. Like watching it. It's like watching a sex scene with your mum and dad. No. <laughs> a sex scene. <laughs> I watch it alone with headphones in my room. No, too much information. I just watch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, you're taking it too far, right? Um. Anyway, right. So that, that that's it. That's it done. Okay. <laughs> so prize task this week. You're still laughing. I can see your face is pure red. Stop. <laughs> well, I have sunburn as well, so that doesn't help because I was at the <laughs> Delaware Gay Pride Festival this weekend giving out mom hugs. Oh my god, we're getting all over the place now. <laughs> Wait, um, Taskmaster, prize task, best present for a doctor. Go. All right, so yeah, Paul, this was started off great because he is a doctor. Mm-hmm. And um, that knit bearded cap. <laughs> Could you imagine going to see him with an ailment? Oh my god. <laughs> so I mean, like Paul said, if he wore that on a plane, I mean, yeah. nobody would be looking at him not just help. for help or comfort, but they'd be looking at him for so many other no, reasons. They'd be, they'd be keeping a fucking eye on him, but it's for a different reason. Like, yeah, he'd be on no-fly <laughs> list by the end of the flight, I think. He wouldn't get through security wearing it. Like, you'd have to put it on after he got on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> well, he might get through security, but he might get a good um, routing for it. <laughs> but it was weird, because like Sean and Greg said, it weirdly did make him look younger. It did. It suited him. Beards Psychotic and dangerous, but younger. <laughs> yeah. It just goes to show you the power of the beard, doesn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, beards, I mean, I, I don't know any man that's not improved by a beard. I'm trying to think if there's any that I know. Well, I mean, I guess the ones that can't really grow a decent beard, because there's nothing yeah, worse well, than that... a, a shitty, patchy beard. Bum fluff. Yeah, but they don't actually have a beard, though, then, do they? they just have bum fluff. Chin pubes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just, it just doesn't work. Mm. I know, okay, such a way with It's going to be a long record, isn't it? It is. Right. I might have to tell the kids they're going to have to stay out for more than an hour. It's going to take me forever to edit. Um. And we're already late this week. Hooray! You might I get know. it in time for the for, for episode five. You might not. Uh, 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 it'll, be out, it'll be out before before the episode airs. It may be on Wednesday, but it'll be there. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, right, so Paul brought a mental knitted beard hat combo, ISIS disguise. Joe, BMX. Yeah, sure. Very good. Yeah. Good fun. No, I just like how Greg pointed out that it couldn't possibly be Joe's own bike because he had no clue what he was talking about, trying to throw out some BMX terms, you know, and asking what pop. BMX means pop. and all that. And he was just like, I, yeah, yeah. He probably has a Segway rather than a BMX. <laughs> Segway with pegs on it. Doing tricks and that down Cambridge Junior, wherever he went to. <laughs> we only talked about one a couple of weeks ago, and I've already forgotten. Yeah, but it was all right. You know, who doesn't like a nice bike ride, get a little fresh air? It's all good. Yeah, yeah, makes it awesome. I had one when I was a kid, and I loved it. And then um, Ian, 
his big night out kit for the alcoholic doctor. Mm-hmm. Had like a bottle of, I guess it was vodka, some sort of clear alcohol, a shaker, some glow sticks, a flask. Yeah. All in a lovely picnic camper. Yeah, um, yeah you can't go wrong unless yeah. they are actually an alcoholic. Booze is yeah. a good gift. It's quite a, um, it's more of a British uh, big night out kit than a Scottish one though, because I didn't see any Buckfast in there. <laughs> Which is what you would have you know, if he was being true to tight. I just felt like maybe there wasn't enough alcohol in there. Maybe some mixers. I don't know. It was lacking. It was okay. <laughs> it was a good start. <laughs> it's a pre-drink kit. It's a pre-night out kit. Yeah. That's what that was. But even, yeah, yeah. Greg Greg didn't seem too impressed by it. It was all right. I think he was more confused because he didn't know what Carnage UK was. It's probably because that's made him think that he doesn't, you know, Carnage UK, uni, it's another young, young person's thing. Student. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. Anyway, Lou, strange one. Herb garden and a bottle of whiskey? For the older doctor. (laughs) Whiskey for the bedroom? I mean, uh, can't say I've never never drank whiskey in the bedroom because that would be a lie. Yeah, I was just going to say, let's (laughs) not even pretend. Yeah, but, um, okay. Yeah. Um, And Sean's was a a star badge rating system, wasn't it? So, like, like what you get at McDonald's. But, you know, I have to ask this. Is this a thing that you have at McDonald's in the UK? Do they actually have, like, stars ratings on their, like, Um, is it, like, the fucking military? Do you have, like, a three-star McDonald's general or something? I don't know. I think they might have a badge that says happy to help or something on it. I'm not sure. I don't go into McDonald's that much. Like, if I go there, I just go through the drive-thru because I hate everyone inside. Like, yeah, I don't I don't think I've ever gone. I mean, I don't even particularly like going here, but my daughter is addicted to McNuggets and barbecue sauce. And it has mm-hmm. to be McDonald's barbecue sauce. My nephew She's is obsessed. Too. I'll tell you what they do have in the McDonald's here. There's a McDonald's opened not far from me uh, only a few months ago. And what they have there is a doorman. They have security. <laughs> yeah, because the kids are mental. Oh, wow. And they go around and trash it on a, on a night time. So, uh, and they just like kick off and make a load of mess. So they've got security. I live on a bit of a fringe area. You know, I'm in the suburbs, but it's adjacent to where it just sort of starts going into the urban area. And there are some fast food restaurants here that have like four inch thick bulletproof glass at the service (laughs) counter and when you go you talk through like a little hole or a little speaker Mm -hmm. and then they actually put the food in like a little roundabout thing like so there's no contact with the people behind the counter and they spin it around so you get your food and stuff because they get robbed so much (laughs) yeah so the security guard is that's like the starter pack you know yeah. You've got to get on our level with the with the full bulletproof glass. It's like there's more security in our local Popeye's chicken than there is at my bank. <laughs> well, this is, you've reminded me there. In my hometown, all the Chinese – it just seems to be the Chinese takeaways, but they all have like um, – it's almost like a fence. They have like wire mesh. Oh, it's wow. just like a, you go into it and there's like a waiting area with nothing in it. No chairs, nothing, nothing you can throw and pick up or anything like that. Just a menu on the wall behind Perspex, right? Even the even the menu is protected. And then there's just like a, there's like a little hole where you can talk to the person like a letterbox. And then there's like a serving hatch drawer type thing. So yep. you do your order through there, you put your money in and yep. you get it. You no, know, like, like at the post office, it's weird. <laughs> but this is, Which this is, is bullshitting, yeah. But... Um... <laughs> That'd be a lot of editing. Okay. We only got like we've been recording for seventeen minutes. We haven't got for the prize task yet. <laughs> so <laughs> Paul decides that he's gonna weigh in with his yeah. expertise as a doctor. And Ian just gets so fucked off with him. Not 
just for ranking everyone, but then he doesn't even use it to his own advantage and put himself first. Mm-hmm. So Greg, just to exert his power, puts them both in last. Yeah, he just likes the way. I think he shot yeah. himself in the foot there, Ian, because obviously Greg's enjoying it. Yeah. And he's just going to take every opportunity he can to push his buttons and watch oh. his little face go purple. Oh, and it's so fucking easy. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Bless him. And I, yeah, I just thought this was a great prize test, not necessarily the task itself, but the conversations that came out of it were just yeah. hilarious. It was really good. Have you seen the good interaction? Yes. When he was talking about his uh, brother-in-law. Two bum holes. <laughs> oh, my <Wicked>. God. <laughs> I know. I almost I hesitated to watch it at first because I hadn't seen the episode. And then I did watch it after. I was just yeah. laughing. <laughs> yeah, it still wasn't, wasn't really a spoiler one. It's, sorry. No, no. Yeah, I like the idea that you press a little button on your stomach to open it. <laughs> awesome like that would be so convenient rather than having to like you know right we're going to we're going off it again i'm not going to talk about it um all right so (laughs) absolutely toilet right (laughs) and more ways than one right so um sean five points yeah joe four lou three and ian and paul uh just one just for laughs there you go yep so now we move to the house and we've got to get the loo roll through the toilet seat. You may not lower the toilet seat. Fastest wins. Sneaky this one though, isn't it? <sighs> Sneaky. Well, because now, yeah, you think you may not lower the toilet seat, which some of them instantly interpreted as putting the seat down on the toilet. But it was, you know, obviously a clue that it was up a high and few people looked around for a toilet seat and spotted it. Not uh, Ian and not Paul. <laughs> And the clue was really right in there. It said through the toilet seat, not a toilet seat. So there was a toilet seat in particular and they just didn't, they didn't think that there was going to be one provided. So they just went and found one. So the the major thing here is though, what is a loo roll? Is it everything? Is it the middle bit? Is it the paper? Well, and like Joe said, if you send somebody out, say, oh, pick up some loo roll on your way home and they come back with some cardboard tubes. Mm-hmm. That's not. You're a gonna ask role. what the fuck happened on the way home. Yeah, exactly. Because so <laughs> I need to wipe my ass, and this is, you know, well, like Greg said, out of spite, he'll just wipe his ass with those cardboard tubes. <laughs> I mean, it would take a few, wouldn't it? You would need like a kitchen roll one or something. <laughs> yeah, and a stick to put it on. Like, you want to hold that? You know? <laughs> this this is the show that's gonna make us. This is where we really get the listens. <laughs> everyone's gonna stop listening to us we're just talking about going for shits and stuff um i like that even when they realize their error ian was still like just ready to fight his position mm-hmm. you know what i mean like he's he just does not give up and it's hilarious he will not lose quietly i think he was lucky i think he was lucky that greg had already kind of punished him in the first round yeah because if he hadn't then i think he would have got no points for that yeah, and the other three, I mean, they got on with it. it took, <laughs> I mean, took some of them long. What, Paul was 13 minutes? <laughs> he was, like, doing it one, one sheet at a time, almost, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. A demented little postman. <laughs> well, and like Greg said, he's like, did he actually put it through, or did he just tuck it behind, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the rest of them weren't too bad. I mean, Sean got it through five minutes with her pole after she finally mm-hmm. kind of figured that out joe minute 38 and he okay. got his bonus point for getting the entire roll through mm-hmm. lou minute 19 
So she also got four points. And Ian, minute four, uh, five points. He got that solely based on his speed. But again, did he actually get the loot roll through the seat? So that's the question. Is he, you know, did he actually? Uh, obviously, Greg gave him the points. So Taskmaster's word is final. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's kind of uncharacteristic of him a little bit to give him all the points for that. So yeah. I can only assume that Ian went mental lots of times before that point and Greg just went, ah, fuck it. Yeah, can we see the outtake <laughs> just do it on this, speed. please? Just do it on speed, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one, best thing to engage a toddler, five minutes with the toddler, most engaged toddler wins, and they had 30 minutes to plan. This was too cute. Right off the bat, I just wanted to pick this little peanut up and put her in my pocket. She's adorable. <laughs> She's happy. <laughs> little doll and you know i'm emotional that my child is now grown and leaving me so (laughs) no more babies so she just made my heart melt shut up are you telling me you would have another you would have another baby no god i didn't say i'd have another one but you know i like like other people's babies you can can snuggle them and cuddle them and spoil them and fill them full of sugar and then give them back send them back full of e-numbers give them back exactly so i'm a great auntie you know i'm 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 good for that but no my baby making days are done i'm not starting (laughs) over this one's going to be 19 this year done (laughs) but yeah she was just a cutie and so i mean i'm sure they had to give her some nice breaks in between to avoid there may have been some meltdowns but oh what a sweetheart yeah she was too cute it is the sweetest task that they've ever done yeah it's got to be yeah, I mean, they all just seem to, uh, Greg seemed to, to melt a little bit right after the first video. Oh, he's got nieces, hasn't he? So. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got a little soft spot for, for the little ones, I think. Paul got a bacon tray and put some ducks in it and a yellow shark. Yeah. Are the precious sharks yellow? I don't that's know. That's what, that's what interests me. Like, I don't know why it was yellow. Maybe it had just been out in the sun for too long. I don't know. Um, and... The very important thing for him was bubble. It was bubbles as well, wasn't it? He made bubbles. It and did, was, yeah, the um, water looked a bit soapy. So yeah, duck noises. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Joe made his Joe dough. Yep, okay, which was on. a massive hit, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, any small toddler they like they like to touch. Like, she didn't seem to get too involved like she didn't really want to play with it but she liked the colors and mm-hmm. poking it and i think she was uh, more just enjoying kind of talking to alex and interacting yeah. with alex at that point so i don't know that i would say she was necessarily that engaged but you know it held her attention a little bit mm-hmm. if she's just a, a happy little child i think she would have played by anything that they gave her in that room i think yeah. she just liked being there like yeah. lou's duck pinata though was a bit uh the little song that went along with that oh my god yeah <laughs> I mean, hit the ducky on the head. She did, though, every time she said that. Well, yeah, I mean, she's a smart little kid with a good vocabulary because she, yeah. you know, knew, she understood, she took direction well, and every time the song said hit the ducky on the head, she hit the fucking ducky on the head. <laughs> um, the but like Greg said, is that something you should be instructing a toddler to do? Well, it is a pinata, but, yeah. you know, I'm not going to argue with the taskmaster, I think, so. Yeah. When it's not your toddler, really, who gives a fuck, you know? <laughs> Worry about what you teach your own kids. Somebody else's. <laughs> eh, hit the ducky on the head and send them home. But she was. She enjoyed it. She she was engaged. She definitely was. And uh, she loved Claire the puppet. But I actually think that was Creepy. more to do with Alex's voice talents. 
Yeah. Um, you know, it was a fun little thing, but again, it did look like a bit like a pile of trash. It did. <laughs> and if if you didn't have Alex actually operating it and putting a funny voice to it, I think she would have looked at it and walked away. I think the saving grace for that one was the bubble wrap, like, because who can resist bubble wrap? Absolutely. And then, uh, well, I, after they showed that too, then we got Alex that uh, belly dancing break that is now seared <laughs> to my brain, and I that is my new favorite gift. Time soon. <laughs> oh my god! It was just out of nowhere as well, wasn't it? It was out of nowhere that it's yeah. just like we're going for a break. Alex is going to do this. I know when he said it, it's like I didn't expect him to have like the full chain on his belly and everything. It was like, oh my god, okay. We're gonna I had to rewind it because I was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like I knew there was a break coming up, so I started to not pay attention, and then there was just this flash of belly, and I was like, what? And I had to like rewind it and check again. <laughs> Make <laughs> like, sure you saw what you think you saw. Yeah, what happened there? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Sean did what I would have done. iPad. <laughs> yeah. Yep, definitely. I've seen the power of an iPad with my nephew. If you want peace, iPad. Just give him his iPad. Yeah. And Fairy Sean probably... could be the hot new kids show. Yep. On, uh, think... was a CBBC there. She, um, <laughs> I mean, she's just again, 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 it flashed me back to, you know, like 16 years ago when my daughter, she just again wanted to watch again. it again and again. And she took the mm-hmm. freaking tablet with her. She walked right yeah. out with the iPad. She was like, all right. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's Engaging. What Absolutely. Check. And and then we circle back around to Paul, where you think some ducks, some water, and a tray. I mean, she knocked the thing over to begin with, and she was a little distressed with the water. I'm surprised she didn't cry. I thought she was going to thought she was gonna cry when she did that. But see, Alex is a parent as well. So yeah. he knows you just redirect them away from the distressing thing and... Mm-hmm. You're good to go. And she didn't want to leave the fucking ducks in the tray. <laughs> it's like Christmas when you give these kids an expensive toy and all they want to do is play with the box. The simplest thing is sometimes the thing they want to play with the most. Yeah. They don't care about the bells and whistles and songs. And, and she liked the duckies. She liked duckies in the water. And she mm-hmm. did not want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Alex leave? He left. Yeah, him. he was like, I, "Shall I go?" You know. <laughs> so yeah. Aww, so the one you. that you had the lowest expectations for wound up hitting it out of the park with the little one. Yeah. That's, well, that's that's it. fucking kids for you. <laughs> so yeah, Lou got three points. Ian and Joe each got four, and Sean and Paul with five. Yeah, well done. Very good. Like it's two polar opposites, though, isn't it? iPad in a box and a bacon tray with water and ducks. Yeah. Just goes to show you. Kids. (laughs) Task number three. Team task. Yeah. Put the most weight in the hammock without anything falling out of the hammock. Most weight in the hammock after 10 minutes wins. If anything falls out, you are disqualified. Yeah. Okay. So I love how both teams this time, they always try and delay saying your time starts now. Yeah. Like as if Alex is not on to that at this point. (laughs) Yeah, but didn't Sean, she said it by mistake, bless her. Well, she's like, should we wait before we say your time starts now? And Alex is like, yeah, you just said it, so you're out. <laughs> bless. But again, Ian. <sighs> insane. He was incandescent because he just wanted to get on with it, didn't he? Well, he's running around like a frantic chicken, just squawking. <laughs> Lou is like, just calm down. Let's discuss this. Let's get a plan. And Paul is like wandering off like the child of divorced parents who just want mommy and daddy to stop fighting. You know, <laughs> it's just like. 
And he's dressed in sanity. Yeah. In his in his pajamas. Like they can't even take time to get the kid dressed because they're too busy fighting with each other. Do you know what? I think you know, you know, Paul's kind of creepy and a little bit sinister when he just kind of hangs around and stares and stuff. But I think the dressing gown has got a lot to do with that. If he was wearing like t shirt and jeans, it wouldn't be as creepy, would it? No, not at all. That's just that thought's just occurred to me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I think that's that's the vibe he's going for. Yeah. You know? Escape Clever. from the asylum. Yeah. So. Although they would catch him. I've never seen him move that quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not exactly on the run, as it were. Yeah. And then, like his hiding skills weren't that good either. He was just standing behind the barrel. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, if I don't move, they can't see me. <laughs> so yeah, I mean they eventually like they both had good points, was you know, gather stuff and then but but Lou said, you know, got to drag all this heavy stuff around when we've got three people that would weigh a lot. So it was yeah. kind of both merit, but it yeah, Ian just fucking squawking like there was, was just, just panicking, no panicking. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Sean pretty quickly found the loophole. Mm-hmm. But then there was, of course, the debate: is it a hammock? When it's not hanging, I mean, of course, it's a hammock, but there's the on versus the in. And I was actually surprised at how quiet Ian stayed during that whole debate, because normally he would have been fighting against them getting points for that. But I think he was so embarrassed by seeing his behavior played back in the same task that he was just like, I'm not going to say a word right now because I've said far too much already. Bless him. Like when when the camera cut back to the studio, he was busy trying to get her attention, saying, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." <laughs> what a shame. Um, but yeah, Greg ruled it allowable with mm-hmm. some possible penalty, which wound up not being needed because the book Lou, but her face though, her eyes, amazing. <laughs> but in studio, just over and over, screaming, "I caught it! I caught it! I caught it!" <laughs> You caught it after it bounced off the ground. Caught it on the rebound, yeah. <laughs> she was, and she just kept saying, "But I caught it! I caught it!" I caught it. No, 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 you well, didn't have cameras. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, her face was great. That was just the best look. I mean, like a kid who was just caught with her hand in the cookie jar or something. I mean, she was she just knew, like, oh, did anyone see that? Did any of the seven <laughs> cameras and Alex and all the rest of the crew, did anyone see that? I just bounced that thing off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I like because it's Alex funny. doesn't immediately stop them. He just lets them keep going. Yeah, because it's funny. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so they were disqualified. So Sean mm-hmm. and Joe... Uh, one by default because they didn't nothing fell out yeah we only gave them three points each didn't yeah we? yeah so yeah. i mean that's what i've written in my notes but um, i think so sure. i didn't write the points down so i'm not 100 percent sure on that yeah even though i For just watched teamwork. it again but my brain is <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work that way um uh, so then they had the live class yeah. Which is an instant classic alongside Sausage or Finger. <laughs> Pan Hoop. They're going to be playing this for years. It's going to become like a classic game. So you got three hoops, small, medium, large, and a frying pan. And yeah. so you got to set the hoop. If you pick the large hoop, you get one try. If you pick the medium hoop, you get two tries. And if you pick the small hoop, you get three. Now, nobody picked the small hoop. No, no one did. Okay. 
I think everyone picked the medium one except for Lou. She picked the larger yeah. one, but she placed it further. She away. did, so she was really. I I don't I don't think any of them really predicted how much. I don't think you could have predicted, but I don't think any of them really guessed how much a frying pan was going to bounce. <laughs> and how yeah. how could you? I mean, how often do you, you know, toss a frying pan? But did you notice though? Most of them, I think all of them, maybe not Lou, but all of them threw it so it landed the right way up. Yeah. I think if they threw it so it landed the wrong way up, it wouldn't have bounced as much because of the shape I think of it. I might have taken more of like what, what Sean tried with her second, doing more of like a frisbee approach, sort of like yeah. going that way instead of tossing it like with an arc to give it like, so it hit the floor. I think I would have tried more like flinging it like a frisbee. I don't know. We may have to do this yeah. task at my party, and well, I see I've got grass here though, so it's a little different. I don't know. You're gonna you're gonna have to build a task. Oh, the yeah, sure, sure. I'll talk to the <laughs> I'll talk to the production company and see what our budget is. You've got many uses. Then you could do that slide the furthest one as well <laughs> from series one. Is it series one? Oh, we did that at our we yeah. did that at our last Taskmaster party. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I can't again, do it again. Then. The kids are the kids know. I gotta hide the Taskmaster book. I can't let them uh, be peeking through that. <laughs> it doesn't tell you how to do the task. No, but I don't like them having knowledge because knowledge. that gives you time to think and plan. So I don't like them knowing what the tasks are. Like Marin will sometimes know what some of the tasks are, but I'll make sure she doesn't get picked for those tasks. Although the first year we did it. She wanted to do the watermelon task. We did the original melon buffet first task. Mm -hmm. And she wanted to do that because she loves watermelon. And she, <laughs> she had seen the show and she still fucking failed miserably. So I, she's not the brightest bulb. I don't know. I love my kid. She graduated, so she's not stupid. But she just, yeah, completely failed. I don't even think she got the watermelon open. Well, I don't know about... Um I don't know if you call them graduates. I guess you do. Graduates in this country tend to have lots of um, educational knowledge and no fucking practical common sense. I think that's the case with most kids around that sort yeah. of 16 to yeah, 18. stupid as shit. They're, they're intelligent and stupid. And they, they haven't imagine. lived yet, so they don't know. They don't have, like, I'm going to start sounding like, you know, my mother. They haven't lived yet. They don't know. They have no life experience. Mascara for isn't it? <laughs> you said your mom said? Yeah. Mascara is for Oh, that's whores. that was Jess's mom. Yeah, that's my friend Jess's mom. Mascara is for whores. Uh. Oh man. Um right, back to the thing we're meant to be doing. <laughs> the live test. So so yeah, uh, oh so Paul yeah. placed it right in front. I mean, it was hedging his bets there. If nobody else got mm -hmm. it, which there was a very good shot because yeah. almost no one did, but fucking Lou. Yeah, what a shot though! What a Holy throw! Shit. Well, I mean, she caught it just right though. She was. Lucky. That's what it is because like, it caught the hoop. It hit the ground. It caught the hoop and dragged hoop it with it. Because yeah. if it had bounced Brilliant. even a little bit, she would have been out. Yeah, but it's great. It's great that it finished like that though. It's like it's almost like sport. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't like sports as such. No, <laughs> that's the closest yeah. I get. Closest I get to sports and games is exactly. <laughs> But yeah, it was of course, good. then she, she almost good. took a header off the stage trying to do her victory dance. Yeah. But. <laughs> she almost did a nap it. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that was um, good stuff. I, th I thought that was a good one. That was a long live yeah. task. Yeah. I think they probably showed the whole thing. They, they did. They showed the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, so they? that was really a long... Like, a lot of the live stuff like gets cut out because it takes <laughs> ages. There's always someone that takes ages, but... Well, and a 
a lot of them are timed too. Their speed, you know, it's a lot of fastest wind stuff. Mm-hmm. Where this was all yeah. strategy, I guess. You know, planning your hoops and all that, and everybody had to go. So it it took a while, but um, yeah, it was cool. It looked like a fun one. So in the end, yeah, yeah Lou won the live task. So what was our final tally for the episode? Well, there was a tie break, wasn't there? Lou, Joe, and Shan was a three way tie after the live task. So then they had to do a little um, tiebreaker, tiebreaker task. Stand behind yes. the link, whip the bottle off the barrel, and Sean aced it. So um, points for the episode. Sean, Joe, and Lou all on 15. Paul on 11. And Ian on 10. There you go. There are, there are no points, extra points given for tiebreaks. So that is how it finished. Series scores so far, though. Lou's still on top, 75. Sean, 63. Ian, 60. Joe, 57. And Paul bringing up the rear on 51. Yeah, I mean, Lou's still got a pretty mm. sizable lead. She has. And I think, you know, Ian, again, I already said it, but he would be sitting a lot higher than that if he hadn't gotten so angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like sport now. It's just sport. Well, exactly. Him. I mean, he gets so angry. It entertains Greg so much to then score him low because of his outbursts and to see him get upset. So if he could only just maintain the calm, (laughs) he might get a few extra points. Yeah, yeah, that's all he has to do. But it's impossible. You can't do it. He's Scottish. It's it's impossible. He's so fucking competitive too. So yeah, we do. We've been trying to do this uh, weekly spotlight on each of the contestants. So we'd be up to Lou Sanders this week. Um, I I have nothing myself. What do you got? Anything going on on your end? Well, Lou has got uh, a website, uh, her own website. Um, a Wikipedia page doesn't mean to tell you much. Um, but if you're interested, you should. And I think you should uh, go and have a look on our website. And there's a link to some articles and stuff. She did a bit of writing for The Guardian and stuff. Um, Lou doesn't drink. And there's some pretty dark reasons behind why she doesn't drink. And she talks about them fairly candidly. Um, it's made me see her differently. That's cool. So I think, yeah, if you've got five minutes or whatever, I think there's a couple of them. The links don't really work, but um, like most of them, they do. I mean, and some of the, you know, it's funny as well. The articles she's written are funny, but it does reveal a little bit about her past. And it's, you know, go on your cell, Lou. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'll uh, I will link to her website in the show notes. Um, and if there's any other yeah. articles I happen to dig up before I post this, I'll put links to those down below as well she's still she's on tour as well at the minute she's doing a she's going around doing stand-up and stuff um i saw her myself a few weeks ago down in islington she's good really good so you should try and catch her if you can awesome show some support yeah she's really good alex is still on tour with the horn section uh i know that they're in they're in the lowry at salford and they're in york this week so if you're lucky enough to have tickets to go and see them then we hate you because we're jealous (laughs) but no no have a nice time it'll be great it'll be awesome um, which I think what else? Greg, um, we're always keeping an eye on what he's doing, and he's been camping. Uh, he's been spotted in Weymouth at the weekend, allegedly watching the football. But, <laughs> but we know yeah, we know how he feels about the football. Nah, he'll have been seething and drinking lager or something. I don't know. But yeah, it was loads of pictures. meeting yeah. lots of fans, which he's always uh good for that. He's he's good for the fans. He's always happy to stop for pics, and as long as you're nice. And uh, mm-hmm. polite, you know, don't be a dickhead. It's not like he can hide from them, though, really, is it? He said himself it's difficult being in- invisible. Yeah, 
when you're as... But I always, I always feel bad because you see, you see a lot of people tweet and things that they saw him somewhere, but they were afraid to go up to him or they felt too shy. And I'm always like, oh, you should have because he's always so nice. Yeah, well, I, I can, I can relate to that because it's quite scary. <laughs> <laughs> and he's lovely. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's terrifying at the same time. So. <laughs> For me, anyway, I, you're a lot more forward than I am, so you'd be all right. Me and my brash Americanness. I have no boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Careful what you say now. This is recorded. I mean, I have some okay. boundaries. I'm not a psychopath, but well, socially, I don't know. I don't you know. know. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't miss an opportunity. Like, like at the fringe last year, you went and spoke to Ed Gamble, and um, who was he with? And he was with Lloyd Langford. Yeah, Lloyd. That's it. Yeah, and uh, I, I wimped out. <laughs> Yeah, no, Ed was great, too. He was very nice, yeah. um, obliging, got a picture with the two of them. Um, we yeah. had just seen that. We had just seen Ed perform. Um, mm-hmm. We need to get Ed on Taskmaster. Oh, I know he's really busy. Yeah, they absolutely do. It'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be brilliant. So, yeah, um, check us out on all the social media, Melon Buffet, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can email us at melonbuffet at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, anything you'd like us to talk about. Well, just to say just hi. Just to say hi. You like the show, you don't like the show, whatever, you, whatever you've got. We're lonely. Send us a line. We'd love to hear from you just to know who's out there. The tens of you that are listening, we'd love to know who you are. Um... And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of Melon Buffet.